we glorify you. Ah. Thank you, Lord. I worship you. I magnify your name. Be thou exalted. Be thou exalted. Hallelujah. Amen. Why don't you clap your hands and celebrate God is worthy of the praise. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen and amen. God is good. And all the time. Hallelujah. I, I wish that we, we, can, we can fill up the front spaces. So on both, just make sure that whatever row or column, you just move forward like that. Just fill at least. I saw a scripture today in the book of Genesis chapter number 49. And Jacob said to Reuben, let me read it. I want you to hear it. It will bless you. Give me Genesis chapter 49. It's a scripture that is for all of us, but it's mainly for Freema. Yeah. Yeah. From henceforth, we ain't do anything. We'll call scripture for you. Because it's only God's word that can make you. We can make you. Okay, verse 4. Can you project it? We all want to read together. Don't laugh till you are finished reading. Want to go. Unstable as water, you shall not excel. Hold on. When you are not precise, you don't excel. It's not humility. Amen. When you are double-minded, you don't excel. To excel, you must be straight. You must be firm. That's why they are called rulers of the earth. Rulers. What's the ruler? Ruler is straight. Maybe I've seen the ruler that is Amen. Uh huh. It's not humility. When they say, "Oh, you are very handsome," thank you. I'm handsome. Don't say, "Oh, bro." <laughs> you know, with this economy, <laughs> we're just managing. No, I am handsome. Thank you very much. I will, or you one laugh me. A laugh is saying. Hey, yeah. See, thank you. Hey. So please, if anybody behaves here like for example, just say 40, 49, 4. 494. You get the code? 49. You see a brother who can decide who to marry. 49. You see a sister who can say, I'm confused. 49. Four. Period. So you can conclude G494. You understand? What did I say? See somebody comes to church, they say sit here. He say, say G four nine four. Yeah, that's the person you are seeing. Hallelujah, praise God. Father, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you for your breath in our lungs, and we do not waste this breath. We pour it out every day as praise unto you. Be exalted. Be glorified, be magnified, be exalted, be glorified, be magnified, be exalted, be glorified, be magnified, be exalted. You are God, you are God, you are God, you are God, you are God. We worship you, we magnify you. Our strength, our hope, our faith, our love, our rock. You are called the rock of Israel, the shepherd of Israel. We worship you. We magnify you. You are worthy, Lord. You are worthy, Lord. You are worthy, Lord. You are worthy, Lord. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Praise God. Can I show you something? Can I show you something? There is a serious connection between the flow of the supernatural and your vocalization. I hear me. That is why anytime you are down, you don't talk. Because your voice is a key that opens. So he said, anytime you are not happy about something, you don't talk. Are you getting what I'm saying? I am trying to say, you don't talk. 
And because the talking is the key that takes you out from the place of feeling down. And the same vein, when we come to church, one of the ways that we tell the Holy Ghost we are ready for him is when anytime we are either praying or we are praising or we are talking to God, we are vocal. Hallelujah. 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 It's something I, I want you to just learn it. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And you see, anytime a man of God comes in, there's this song that I want us to sing. It means that the Son of the Spirit of God gave him to open up a certain atmosphere. So as singers, you take it very serious. You take it very, very serious. And then drums, you don't start making noise when people have not gotten the song. Because they start connecting to God when they are confident with the song they are singing to God. But as long as they are not sure, they are trying to learn, there's a broken focus. That broken focus can make them connect. Are you getting the process? You understand me? So when we, are, we have to learn a new song, okay, pastor says, oh, there's this song I want us to do. It's not because song ain't every day. It means that song in the day was dropped in my spirit man for something for tonight. And so you must take it with all seriousness. And you must make sure that people get the song. So there's no harmonies. There's no flips, no runs until you can hear them. That's why it's called worship leading. No worship singing. Worship leading. So we must get the song. When we get the song, it takes us somewhere. Please, are you with me? Or are you learning something? It's so important. Hallelujah. 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 Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. The blessing of God is upon my life. Oh, I thought you said after me. Uh, uh, must I tell you that she said, you know, the blessing of God is upon my life. The blessing of God is upon my life. The grace of God is upon my life. In the name of Jesus. Speak in tongues for a while. Speak in tongues for a while. The blessing of God is upon my life. The blessing of God is upon my life. The blessing of God is upon my life. Oh, what a blessing. I am blessed. I am blessed. I am blessed. I am blessed of the Lord. I am blessed in the city. I am blessed beyond the walls of the city. I am blessed of the Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. See, I have supernatural understanding. I have supernatural understanding. I understand the word of the Lord. When he speaks, I hear. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I walk in understanding. I walk in revelation. In the name of Jesus, I walk in revelation. In the name of Jesus, I walk in revelation. In the name of Jesus, I walk in revelation. In the name of Jesus, I walk in revelation. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah. Acts chapter 9. Quickly, Acts chapter 9. Verse number 3. I want to read something to us there. Now he says, this is talking about um, Paul. This time we're calling him Saul. As he journeyed, he came near Damascus. And suddenly, a light shone around him from heaven. Verse 4, sir. Then he fell to the ground and heard a voice saying to him, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? Verse 5. And he said, Who are you, Lord? Then the Lord said, I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting. It is hard for you to kick against the what? The what? The what? Now, what was Saul doing at this point? When you read earlier on, he was persecuting the church. 
But Jesus said here that you are persecuting me. Who is the church? Oh, be bold, answer. Who is the church? Yes. So the people are the church. And then Jesus is saying that Saul, you are persecuting me. But who was Saul persecuting? The people who were following Jesus. He was arresting them. He had just finished stoning Brother Stephen. And Jesus said that you are persecuting me. Hallelujah. 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 So whatever you are doing in the church, remember what the church is, is who? Zas. You say Zas. Oh, be bold. Have you forgotten G494? Be bold. It is us. You can say us, you can say the people, you can say those that follow Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 So whatever that I do in the church, whatever I do amongst God's people, Jesus says I'm doing it to him. Amen. That's not, I actually don't know what I wanted to read, but I just had to, just don't want me to open it up to you. This is why, personally, I can't comprehend it, all right? When the saints gather and service has started, and maybe ushers are supposed to usher, and then they are all late, then everybody's looking. Since they are not there, let us see what will happen. Do you understand? It is not a club meeting. <laughs> like what I see in other churches. So the sound engineer is being paid. And then the administrator has not paid him for that month. When administrator picked the microphone, to, they have told him he's to lead prayer. Then he puts the microphone off. Hello? Then he puts the microphone off. They say, why? He's owing me. He has not paid my, 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 my salary for the past three months. So I've put his microphone off. <laughs> what you don't get is that you are doing it to Jesus. Hello? I, I don't know. I don't know how. I was having a shout with my wife today. And there's something she shared with me that happened where she went to. And I just can't wrap my mind around it. Now look at this. Pastor Stanley is a pastor. He's a man of God, anointed of God. Number two, the state backs him. He was anointed by our bishop. He's a pastor. And then he's married. He has a wife. Then I say I respect him, but not the wife. I, I just can't get it. Now you see, only fools don't like change. I hear me. Now remember, I'm the resident pastor. Number two. I'm Pastor Dave Senior and his spiritual father. The wife is a daughter to me. But I've never called her Mary since I've met them. Never called her Mary. I'll mention the age difference. So you know if I call him Angelo. So then I asked, I said, please, how do I call you in the office? He said, call me Mary. I said, Mary, God forbid, call you Mary. Never. I can't do that. I can't do that. So we came up with our own code name that we're using in the office. Why? There's reverence that you must give. You cannot respect a man of God and then not respect the wife. Don't see me, Pazaya, and then see my wife. How are you? You cannot be wise. You know why? If I tell you I'll help you, don't be happy yet. Don't be happy yet. Do you know why? Because I can't spend any money without her consent. That's why I want to bless somebody. And the person, the person was some way, so I didn't know how to tell my wife. But I had to tell her. Then the figure I had in mind. Now, this person thinks my wife doesn't like her. So the figure I had in mind to bless the person with. My wife said, oh no, make it twice. 
Are you getting what I mean? And this worldly thinking, please, listen carefully. Listen carefully. Somebody will call my line and maybe I'm engaged. And my wife picks the call. And the person says, hello, is this person has asked line? She said, yes, please. Then she said, I'm his wife. Okay, you tell him I'll call him back. Is there any message I can leave? You tell him I'll call him back. They won't tell us and say, oh, the only thing I will not discuss with my wife is something maybe that should do with the church and it's so confidential that it has a certain time that must be shared. Apart from that, this is my friend. I don't know her more than I know, I know, I know her. You don't know her. You don't know her. I know her. And time I be prior, you know. You're not a family bathroom. Oh, another me county, I say. If I break down now, you won't come as a cook for me. You won't. You won't buff me. No matter how you care, you won't buff. She will do it. So it doesn't make sense. Hello. <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. Now, why am I thinking like this? I think my thinking has been framed over the years by scriptures. You are doing it to Jesus. I pray you remember this. You are doing it to Okay, now let's finish, let's finish up. Verse 6. So, he trembling and astonished said, Lord, what do you want me to do? Then the Lord said to him, Arise and go to the city and you'll be told what you must do. Verse 7, sir. And the man who journeyed with him stood speechless, hearing a voice, but seeing no one. Continue, sir. Then Saul arose from the ground. Then his eyes were opened. He saw no one. But they led him by the hand and brought him into Damascus. So, they put away with him. They heard, they heard something. But they didn't see anything. What God told Saul, they didn't hear it. But they heard there was something going on. But they couldn't tell. In Matthew 13, Jesus Christ said, It's given to you to know the mysteries, but to them in parables. If you don't keep praying for the spirit of wisdom and revelation, you will be by the wells of the word for a long time, but never be able to grasp what the word is trying to say. The point to get to know the word has entered is when it, when it alters the way you do things and how you think. The word of God has not entered when it becomes an information in the head. No. When it begins to alter the way you do things. It begins to change the way you think. That's when the word has entered. Why? Because it said, the entrance of thy word is what? And then it passes what? To who? The simple. So it makes the simple now no longer naive, but wise. How the simple sees now changes. That is the word. The word does not come for your head. The word comes for your heart. For out of the abundance of the heart. Proverbs 4.23 says that, thank you Jesus. It says that keep your heart with all diligence for out of it are the issues of life. The Bible says in other translation, it says that that is where life begins. That's where life springs from. So the word of God, like when they told prophet Elisha that the land of Jericho is barren in chapter 6 of 2 Kings. I'm sure I'm right. Uh, perhaps I'm right. Uh, maybe I'm right. Yeah. Yeah, maybe I'm right. Check it. If I'm wrong, let me know. I think it's 2 Kings chapter 6. When they told Elisha that the land of Jericho is barren and then he realized there was something wrong with the water and then he asked for a new bowl and salt and went to the source of the river and then poured it there and the Bible said the water was healed then the land became fruitful the water of Jericho is just like your heart the land of Jericho is your life until the word is taken to the source of the life of the city the city remains barren
when a word enters you and it alters the way you think and how you do things, you don't memorize the scripture. It's in your heart. You just know it. And that only happens by a collaboration with the Holy Spirit. So you are not having your morning devotion because you want to satisfy all like that. Oh, I have done my devotion. No. The reason you sit by God's word, the reason you pray is that Christ will made manifest in you. That men will look at you and see Christ. And even you will see Christ in yourself. That is the entrance of the word. Oh, chapter 2, right? Chapter 6 is the, that woman that gave him house to stay. Hallelujah. And he went out to the source of the water and cast the salt there. And said, thus said the Lord, I have healed this water. From it there shall be no more death or barrenness. They put thought it was the land. The diagnosis showed that it was the water that affected the land. Your hearts, your hearts, your hearts, your hearts. Don't you realize anything anybody does, anything the devil does is to target your heart. When you get angry, where is it? Your heart. When you are sad, your heart. Disappointed, your heart. is a source. The devil is always after the source. Until the word has entered the heart. It hasn't entered yet. It must change how you think. That's why we sit on the word. The word must come to affect your confession. It must affect how you see. It must affect how you judge things. Have you not realized? Oh, you've been standing for long here. Sit down. Sit down. I hope you're being blessed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Lord, let your word alter my thinking. Let your word alter the way I speak. Let your word alter the way I perceive things. How I interpret things. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Let it alter it. Let it all tight. Let it all tight. Let it all tight. Let it all tight. In the name of Jesus. 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 Desperate men and already God. When you say someone is desperate, what does it mean? Mostly, the person is in despair. The person is confused. The person is, there's a sense of hopelessness about the situation. That this thing cannot change. And so it brings anxiety. It brings fear into the person. When they say you are desperate, it means that there is a need that must be met. Now, all the English definitions that is given to desperate about four out of five are all negative. It's only one that seems to express something like a need that must be met. And I believe that every one of us have come to situations whereby you were desperate. Anybody have gone to that place before? Desperate. They say, oh, desperate, then, then, deserve desperate. There's a movie called Desperate Measure. Desperate what? Uh-huh. Call for desperate measures. Most times that thing is trial error. You're not sure what to do about it. Now, I told you on Tuesday that there's where to position yourself for the glory of God to hit you, for you to become a testimony that trumpets the majesty of God. It's calculated. There's where to be positioned. And what I've been sharing with you since we started the service right now is, is of it. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Jesus. Now, there are, when we look at desperate men and the ready God, there are two things I want to bring to your attention. Number one is the fact that the situations of life have the capacity to make you desperate. And the whole purpose of the negativities that life brings is to make you to become desperate and have a sense of hopelessness.
Every problem that life presents, you must understand there is a, a cooperation with the devil. The devil is involved somewhere. Because God will not bring to you problems. And one thing that I'm trusting God that, you know, the Lord will be helping us daily to do is how to apply um, who we are to the challenges that comes to our way. When you know what to do, your outcome will be different. Though it's the same challenge that comes to everybody. Praise the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. So, situations come with the agenda to make you desperate. And the desperation increases when you seem to have many options. And then when you have tried one, two, three, they are all not working. The desperation increases. Then anxiety sets in. Then fear comes in. Then depression comes in. Then isolation takes place. Then we go further. The end result is to want to commit suicide. And they will tell you that if you kill yourself, that's the end. No, no, it's not the end. It's the beginning. That's the end there. There was a video, something that happened in Kaswa. Have you seen the video recently? A guy who climbed the high tension. They were chasing to stop him. The guy said, no, he's tired of life. Climbed it like Spider-Man. When we were looking for someone to ask Spider-Man in Ghana, yeah. the guy climbed it. He was actually, in fact, one guy tried to climb. He just jumped. He just, I said, wow. The way he jumped the hell at him, like, what? Oh, this is Spider-Man in Ghana. And yeah, desperately, my, my brother. And then climbed to the top. Yeah, if you see the video, it's, it's so hard. It's so, it's so sad. Held the, the, the pole like that. Then was now planning to now put the feet at the place where the power is. And you could see that he hesitated a little bit. Then finally now did it. And then he just blew, boom, dropped him on the floor. Bah! Skin torn, dead immediately. Nobody knows what lies ahead of. Nobody knows. The only instrument that gives us an idea of what lies ahead when you close your eyes and breath cease is the Bible. Who told you that when you die is the end? Who told you? Oh, you'll be so shocked and disappointed and so you'll be so regret. But the thing is that when you exit this realm, there's no coming back. The enemy does not come but to steal, to kill, and to destroy. People don't just suddenly commit suicide. The devil, he's an amazing vice chancellor. He's amazing at planning your curriculum. He will make you think that nobody is with you, not even God. That's why you cannot build your faith on feelings. And you can't build your faith on. That's why I've been telling us that when we go out to preach the gospel, don't go and tell people that. Come to Jesus Christ. All your debts will be paid. You will marry soon. You will get visa. Stop that thing. It's not the gospel. And don't go and tell them, come to our church. Don't do that. Give them Jesus. If you don't have any revelation, just tell them, for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. No matter what your testimony is, you are short of glory. And the only way to come back to true glory is to accept God's gift towards you. Are you ready or not? Or say, I'm not ready. No problem. My brother, I'll see you again. Write his name down. Go back home. Go and pray. Come back again. Brother, you are falling short. Don't go and tell him. I discern that you need a wife. If you, if you, if you marry to Jesus today, you'll marry a woman. Many were presented with that gospel. And so when they come into the faith and then challenges come at them, they feel God has disappointed them. The reason most of you think that way is your foundation was very poor. I tell you today, 
if you are here as a believer and when things are going very bad, you start asking God, why me? You have disappointed me. Go and check how you got born again and what you were fed with when you were born again. They didn't do well for you. Mark my word. I have found out anyone that got born again and they took them to the word and they discipled them to know who Jesus was. Holy Ghost was. Heaven was. Hell was. They don't have to give up in problems. I've watched it. I am a testimony of it. I'm not lying to you. This woman is a testimony of it. God, the bag okay, you know, strangely, eh, the church were all in. Because we all came from the same church. But you see, even when we call some newcomers, come, let's do Bible study. They run away. You want us to just tell you that. Oh, no problem. You know something? You know something? If I take this great man or woman of God, one dry fasting. I tell you, eh, I lie not to you. You'll get a visa tomorrow. No, I'm serious. Power. There's a way to power. There is a way to power. I'm telling you the truth. But every genuine prophet I've met, after a while they stop prophesying. Say, I want to teach. Could you realize that people's needs are being met? Their wants are being met. But who they really they don't have him. So when the thing goes, they don't see why they should leave. What you and I need is Jesus. The preaching of the word of God is to expound on Jesus. The spotlight is meant to be on Jesus alone. So much so that when the benefits from Christ are coming, you still can't look at the benefits, still looking at him. The focus of Christ was not to come for you to walk on water. It's that you will know him. And that he will walk in you. Not for you to walk on water. Because brother Peter walked on water. Before we could say Jack, he was sinking. Because he took his eye. He didn't understand the focus of walking on the water. It's only self-centeredness. So, people get desperate when they don't know the God whom they join themselves to. And when they don't understand that that God is ready to take them out of that problem. But they are too desperate that they don't even believe in his capacity to help them. Even in our worship songs, some things we call worship songs, we sing to the Lord, I see that we are so helpless, nobodies, so useless beings. Sometimes our songs are not expressing. I read the passage of Psalm 23 today. I was so blessed, man. Come here, I've read it. Give it to me, give it to me, fast, give it to me, give it to me fast. Give it to me first. Psalm 23. The Passion Translation. Hey! That somebody's going on missions with his whole family. Then there's a storm and his whole family dies. The whole the wife, children die. On being anoir. When peace like a river atten, and sings a hymn. Not in our generation. What nonsense is that? What? What? What nonsense is this? What is this? They say, Why did God take my wife and my children away? You are mad. You don't encounter them yet. And I will say, I realize this generation, eh? when we are talking the truth, you think we are over spiritual. See, if you are here as a believer, and when truth is told, you feel that like it's over spirituality, you just be quiet. Go back, start having fasting. Pray, tell Lord, I don't know you yet. Some of the lady and them um, some my relationship matters. That's oh, but the last time mommy had uh, something with you guys on uh, on Zoom. See, yes, she mommy, she's spiritual, she's over there. And I'm so, what did she say? All because the perspective she brought is a scripture perspective. So they want you to understand. So if you're having a, a, a relationship talk and you go like, go like you know. It is normal to be weak. 
it's normal. It's normal if you feel like you can't kiss. But you see, after you have kissed, you're like, mm, he's seeing my mind. Mm, seeing my mind. And now he's practical. We can relate. Now, say something. Sometimes what you think can relate with just depicts your level. So you talk to somebody, you say, Pastor, you don't understand, you don't know where I'm coming from. Ah. Must we all share what God brought us from? He said we shall be witnesses of Him. Say we shall be witnesses of Him, of His faithfulness, not our weakness. But sometimes we are forced to now go back to archives and tell you the things we came from. Like, hey, Pastor, I didn't know you went. Hey, Pastor, I didn't know. Hey, Pastor. Hey, and my own is even small. Why, why can't the truth satisfy you? Why do you want the past? No one day I think we're talking to, I think my brother, uh, uh, Pastor Elvis Jeshon, we were talking to somebody about anger. You know, and the person is like, no, Pastor, you don't understand. You don't understand me. You don't know what you, you've never been angry before. You don't know what it means to be angry. <laughs> so we, we both smiled. So no, like if you looked at the bee, you don't know. The first time I met Pastor Jesh, I've told you before. It was a Sunday morning. One question, one question. And what Jenny shorts? He's wearing shorts and he used to lift weights. So he just came out from the room like that. That's how he was walking. Pastor Jesho, Sofo. The guy just came out like that. He said, yeah, what's up? I said, oh, we're looking for a sister. She's not around. She's not around. My spirit room, the woman is there. And then we asked him, why do you go to church? Well, I mean, I don't go to church. I don't go to church. I used to go to church. I stopped. I went to Jehovah's Witness. I don't like them again, so I've stopped. So he was looking at that. Very rude. His face was very hard. Pastor Jesho. Then I said, okay, I want to invite you for a youth meeting. No, no, I won't come, I won't come. I said, oh, it's okay, do you have bass guitar there? I said, yes. Okay, if you teach me bass guitar, I will come. But if not, you will leave. Then I said, okay, we'll teach you, we'll teach you. So you come on Tuesday, say, okay, I'll, I'll try, I'll come. You have given me, I'll come, I'll come. Bye-bye, bye-bye, bye-bye. Oh, yeah, bye-bye, bye-bye, bye-bye. That's what Jesh did to us. Then Tuesday, he wore, I can remember that day very well. He wore his long sleeve, folded, tucked in, came to sit there. This is how he sat. So I tell that, you see, your guest chest speaks six months. This is how he sat that day in the meeting. That day, I was teaching on purpose. Then he told me, he said, bro, you know what changed me that day? You told us that we should dare God and trust our lives into him and follow him. If for five years I have not changed, we should forget about him. And I told him to go and talk to God. He said, he went to the altar and knelt there and said, that thing that man said, I'm going to give you my life. Let me see what you do. And Pastor Jesh, when rats pass, he's jumping. Hey, Pastor Jesh. No, if we don't know anything, we've seen the power of the gospel transform people. Suggest academically was struggling, and now he finishes school, and professors are begging him to stay to do his masters. He's writing theses for people. He's doing big things with his brains. He was telling me he's studying virtually every field now: agriculture, engineering. Jesus Christ! And you tell me. And all you can think of Jesus is for him to meet my needs. When he can make you an alien with superpowers. David's poetic praise to God. The Lord is my best friend and my shepherd. I always have more than enough. Verse 2. He offers a resting place in his luxurious love. Now, the love there in the Greek, there are two words and concepts that make up agape. 
One is love. One is shepherd. And also communicates the concept of rest. So if actually the love of God is it's, it's like a shepherd leading you to his own perfect rest. He tracks, his tracks take me to an oasis of peace. The quiet brook of bliss. You hear the rhyme? Verse 3. That's where he restores and revives my life. He opens before me pathways to God's pleasure and leads me along in his footsteps of righteousness so that I can bring honor to his name. Lord, even when your path takes me through the valley of deepest darkness, fear will never conquer me for you already have. You know what it means? He has already conquered fear. You remain close to me and lead me through it all the way. Your authority is my strength and my peace. The comfort of your love takes away my fear. I will never be lonely. For you are near. Next verse, sir. I like this part. You become my delicious feast. You, God, become my... People of God, if you open this scripture in the morning and read this one, what to make you confused in the day? You become my delicious feast. So someone you say that he prepares table, table for us in front of our enemies. And then, you know what we mentioned? You know, he gives me my house, my car, my wife. Those things fade away. He is the meal on the table. God is the food on the table. Because that food does not expire. That food is constant in farming, in abundance, it's constant. He is the food. So the psalmist says, Come, taste and see. That God is good. He is the feast. That delicious feast. So when God says, he is your shepherd. Oh, he is a shepherd. He is a waiter. He is a cook. And he is a food. You anoint me with the fragrance of your Holy Spirit. You give me all I can drink of you. He is also the drink. Until my heart overflows. So why would I fear the future? For your goodness and love pursue me all the days of my life. Then afterward, when my life is through, I'll return to your glorious presence to be forever with you. So where is my end? My end is his presence. So why would I be afraid of death? Is your breath in our lives so we pastors I didn't even start the message yet we'll continue this message on Sunday desperate what and the ready God continue on Sunday you know what what, what I desire that all of us pursue is Jesus you know sometimes it's so bad for me that even I'm praying I don't know what to ask him for I don't know what to ask him for I realize something that when I come to know him in his fullness in his awesomeness things get attracted to me because of him and then you know something instead of praying for a thing he will show me to pick it he will show me when to rebuke it he will show me when to walk to it and take it and sometimes he will show me if this one is fasting go and fast one of the benefits of knowing him fully is that I begin to enjoy divine direction. Divine direction. It's actually the key to access. It's the key to possession. Now sometimes when I begin to pray, I pray in tongues for long. And most times when I pray in tongues for long, then my understanding is open. And I go to the word of God, I pick something there and pray. How many of you love one of these days? We come and just pray in terms of six hours. Just be here. 
just six hours. We'll just be here. We'll be dressed down, then we are here. Rababa, shataba, braba. We'll pray six hours. Then we'll take communion and walk away. And you realize when you sleep and wake up, you start seeing things properly. Jesus is all. He's all. Oh. So that when I go on the internet and I see what people say about religion and Christianity, I say, yes, you have something to say about Christianity, but you've not met Christ yet. Oh, some say that, oh, religion is the worst, is the war of Africa. It's true, religion is. Religion, in what they say, is. But even in that state, check the best schools in Ghana. Who built them? Churches. And now, mention of the best schools, mention them. Thomas Is that what you went to? Okay. Okay. You're good. I love your spirit. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have Presec, you have a fancy pim, you have what? Mary's. You have what? Every girl's only child. Ish. St. Louis. You know, I mean, I, I, we're not looking down on our schools. I mean, come on. St. Monica. But the thing is that if you're looking at performances, over the periods in in bulk macro performance yeah yeah our school comes to when the lord allows us so our school no get the best show no we later get a bit church maybe hallelujah the church hospitals the church I'm even talking about, I'm just looking at, at face value. I'm just looking at face value. I'm not even going deep. Just. Like they really know what Christianity is. They really know what it is. This after God and that testimony. We, we prayed on Monday when I said, I see thousands, 10,000, $10,000. Someone sent a message today when we we're praying. He said, Daddy, I have a testimony. So we needed 14,000 cities to take care of my sister's law, blah, blah, blah. And the deadline was yesterday. I said, yesterday morning, we didn't have it. By afternoon, the deadline, we had it. We paid. So while you are focusing on him, he's focusing on you. That is all we need. By God's grace on Sunday, I told that what, what God is going to pour on our lives is the oil of favor. But we continue the message on Sunday by God's grace. Hallelujah to Jesus. Hallelujah to Jesus. Hallelujah to Jesus. Jesus is all you need. He's all you and I. He's all we need. He's all we need. People of God, we're not lying to you, people of God. He's all we need. 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 He's all. He's all. He's all. He's all. He's all we need. He's all we need. There's any prayer to pray any morning, every morning. Oh God, open down my eyes to know you. Oh God, open down my heart to embrace you. Oh God, deliver me from presumptuous sins. Lord, deliver me from secret sins. Anything that affects my fellowship with you, take it out of my life that I may know you. Because when I know you, things are sorted. Things are sorted. Things are sorted. The supernatural is, is a natural occurrence when the owner of the supernatural is our pursuit on a daily basis. If there's any desperation to have, is a desperation towards the ready God. Nothing else. Him. Let me, let me end by this and then. Uh, hallelujah. Are you blessed tonight? Are you blessed tonight? Have you received a word? Have you received a bread into your spirit? Hallelujah. You know, Jesus wants to clean you up. He wants me to trust you. Jesus wants to put things in your hands. That's what he wants to do allow him. You won't regret it. 
Allow him. Allow him. You will not regret it. You will not regret it. You will not. You know, Pastor Dave, just some few days ago, one of our brethren in the church, I saw in his status, he was wearing a plane today. At the end, he was like, Pastor Isaiah, what you be saying? I now understand it. I've seen it. So I sent him, and I'm like, wow. And he sent me a testimony. And he said, you've been saying it. That those that look up to God, they can't be put in shame. You've been talking about supernatural provisions. He said, I needed some money. And I was going to take a loan. I told my wife about it. But before I could think of taking a loan, the money came from a source I didn't expect. And I didn't ask. So I believe what you're saying. My faith has been boosted. We're not lying to you, says of God. We shall be praying for ourselves that this latter part towards the end of the year, you will encounter God so much that 2023, eh, you will finish the thing you're before you enter that place. I'm telling the truth. But when you give money, I love it. Oh, man, is good. Where is God? Amen. But the greatest joy of my heart is when I begin to have spiritual encounters. Makes me happy. Makes me happy. I'm joyful. I may not have eaten, but I'm happy. There's this joy in my heart. Hallelujah. You will know Jesus. You will know him. You will know his person and his power. In the name of Jesus. He's real. He's real. He's real. He's real. I pray for you, my brothers and sisters, that your heart, your heart will always be desperate for that ready God. You run after him alone. After him alone. Thank you, Jesus. Can we lift our hands to him? Just worship the Lord Jesus just for two minutes.